Well, welcome to the Altherm Design Series. I'm Richard Furs, and today with Nick Holcroft. And uh, this is a great house on a very compact site, Nick. And um, thanks for having us here. Tell us a little bit about how you actually ended up on the site. It's quite compact, but yeah. it's just amazing part of the space and the use of space that you've got here. Mm. Um, yeah, well, the way I, how I ended up here is I was actually building the house next door. Right. This one you can see through there, you'll see. I'd, I was currently living in the country while I was building this and I'd been in the country for a long time and and I was thinking about moving into town because I was you know, running around and doing a lot of travelling and stuff like that and getting carting kids into school and stuff. Right. So, um, And I thought I'll put my house on the market and have a try and see what happened. And my house sold in like two days and I was like, so all of a sudden I talked to them and I said, well, they're subdividing this off, it's only 400 squares, but, and I said, well, I might, Want to buy your section off you, so I got grabbed it off them before they put it on the market. So we're right by the river, which is yeah pretty cool because yeah, yeah. it has a quite an established feel of the trees. Yeah, yeah, but it is, it's quite a popular area because we're very close to town, and um, I mean we're right on off Sand River Road, and there's a bit of you know a fair bit of traffic comes through here, but it, it is very handy to most things. My daughter goes to school 400 metres up the oh, road awesome. to Dio School, so she can just walk to school. So yeah, it works really well. So it's been quite a transition between the, the farm sort of uh, lifestyle block yeah. life back to the, to the city and being a bit more confined. But I really love how you don't feel like you've got your neighbours. So obviously that was a big part of the brief mm. to the designer that. Yeah. Um, is that trying to bring some of the country back to the city? Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I think you know, talking to, to, to Chris when we went through the design, it was all about trying to maximise what we have. Like, obviously, 400 square metres, not a lot you can do with it, but we have got, you know, we've got houses there and there and there, but they're all the back end of their houses, so we're still very private, and we just, I think, just the way, like, we've opened up the doors and everything just opens up to a big outdoor, well, it's not a big outdoor area, but it catches all the afternoon sun, and we've managed to get a swimming pool in there, which is sort of a... It was a non-negotiable with my daughter. She said, well, if we're going to live here, we want to have right. a pool. So, um, yeah, so it just works really well. The detailing you've got through the house is really quite awesome compared to a lot of homes of a more of a normal build. So obviously you've spent the time and you know the, know the tricks of the trade to achieve some clean lines and nice details. Is there some of these details you really wanted to bring in for your own? Um, design elements, or is that driven from Chris, the designer? Um, I, I think, yeah, a bit of both really. I think, you know, Chris is, Chris um, had a fairly pretty good idea of what, what we wanted, like of what I wanted, so it's sort of, he got it pretty much nailed it first time. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, like things like, you know, your ceilings going straight in, full height windows, ceilings going into your window frames without jams, that sort of makes it nice and clean. Um, just, yeah, and, and I guess other things are just utilising every little bit of space we've got, you know, and um, that was pretty good, but still having the two living areas and, and it sort of seems like a big open space, but yeah, even though it's not huge, yeah, it yeah. does seem a lot bigger than this. You're obviously open to sort of creating something to show your skills at the same time, because mm, yeah. it's really nice to see the, the detail that's gone into it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite clever, just the mix of elements and yeah, yeah. just the stairway it's at the front door. So mm. you, have, you know, the, the finishing and the mix of materials. Mm. Um, mm. 
It's really worked out really, really well. Yeah. You've achieved quite a good mix between a modern, classic, contemporary, bit of a mix of sort of a timeless balance in here. Is that something you really wanted to achieve or? In, in, inside, and the, and the style and the overall feel of the house from the street and the impact, what, what was your main goal mm. on that, do you think? I think I, I wanted something a little bit different or something obviously that will stand out, but it, it's sort of something a, a little bit commercial because I think we've sort of achieved that with the, with the cladding, like the iron, the colour steel cladding and that and the, and the, the block work out the front, um, which is not, it's sort of, it's not tidy and pointed and as, as you'd normally do it, it's sort of a little bit messy and yep. a bit um, brushed and, and uh, I think, yeah, so we've achieved that. That, but it just it's something a bit different. I think it just sort of stands out. It's like, and then the louver blades that we've put mm. um, in the front entry and, and across the, the two front bedrooms, which is which works perfectly because it's like my daughter's bedroom's right at the front, facing the street, and obviously curtains open. There's not a lot of privacy, but the with the louvers there and the way they've faced, and it just worked really well. So we work, Chris and I work pretty closely together to get that angle right of the louvers and, and to make sure she got maximum privacy as well as getting enough light. So there's sort of a balancing act with that, you know. So, um, but yeah, I think, and that really is quite quite a distinctive feature of the the front of the house, I think, from yeah, the road. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite quite clever that the materials you've seen other places, but they're not the standard use of them, so mm. it's quite quite nice to see yeah. that they'll, they'll, they'll settle in well. Obviously it takes some thought and cooperation between you and Chris getting the modules of the windows and the flashings all to be similar, otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how'd you go about that to get them to actually look right, because they can turn into a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, they, they can do. But um, you sort of, went, went, once we basically got to the stage, we were ordering windows, we worked out their window sizes that we wanted, and then we sort of oversized the the openings in the framing, the timber framing. We made them bigger, and um, so that we could put the windows in. And we worked very closely with the roofer to work out our set out for our pro, um, roofing profile, for our sheet profiles, and we could adjust the windows either way, move them sideways to get it even, so it went evenly on a sheet. Mm -hmm. And um, and then you'd have the same size flashing, jam flashings up each side. Otherwise, yeah, like say, it would look odd if they were big one side and small the other, and so we centralised them all that way. Took the windows back out, reframed the thing, flashed it, and then put them back in. And yeah, so it worked really well. Yeah, so, so there's a bit of detail, a bit of detail, a bit of thought, and just if you do it right at that stage, and it makes it easy, you know, sort of yeah. you get that finished product that you're after. So mm. yeah, I think it's an advantage you being the builder mm. and understanding the process yeah. that yeah. I guess you just keep building these little things in. So coming from a builder's point of view, what advice would you give to new people building about how to go about it? I think involve your builder as early as you can, like I think. The earlier you involve them the better and they yep. can work, sometimes can work with your designer if you haven't already got your plans done, then um, they can work with the designer as well, so mm -hmm. to help with little things and I mean that's the way we'd, we'd probably prefer to, to work. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously a lot of people they want to go out to tender and get the best price available. But if you've got, you know, someone that you trust and someone that you know and or, or know of, then there's no reason really. I mean, that to not work closely with them and, and get them on board early.
So now, um, sitting with Chris Wilson from Design House Architects, you're the mastermind of this project. It's quite simple and striking from the street, but it's quite a nice mix and balance of materials. So that something you drove in the choices, or is it a bouncing off Nick as well? Yeah, a little bit of that. We we always we would chat and come to the site and meet and just and and the front house, um, you know, the receiving environment. There's a a house there by a pretty leading firm, so you know we wanted some tie-in because while it's not a development as such, um, they're both contemporary and some of the colour selections and materials uh, come from that a little bit. Um, but no, we just we just worked on. I mean, I'm I'm an ex-builder, and I think I just like to use common sense materials that you're not going to have issues with and, and we sort of started to form a palette of, of black and grey with the colour steel and block and then the cedar kind of warms it up and then you come inside and you've got similarities with the oak floor and bits and pieces. Yeah, it's really nice. So the joinery is full height through here and then you've dropped it down in other places that sort of just creates a different play on the space and the, and the volume. Is that something you consciously do? Yeah, probably. Uh, it may be because out, out the back here, that's where you're trying to embrace the pool that's gone in and the, the covered outdoor area, etc., and getting that sort of uh, midday sun and light in. Uh, whereas to the road, we had to balance up that whole relationship with the road against privacy and noise, so some of the units are smaller. So it can be a little bit driven by budget as well. The bigger units come at a cost yep. and, and, and setting up the the structure to take the big unit so you just have to spend the money in smart areas. So in creating the the spaces and the, the openings of the joinery you obviously got a pretty good understanding on what can be done with each type of joinery because we've sort of got residential, metro and the architectural series. Yep. Yeah, and considering, um, I guess, considering the joinery units, whether they're windows and doors, is part of the whole composition and making them, um, I guess, just work with the other materials and positioning them in such a way that, uh, you know, in, in their closed position for the doors, they're, they're doing what they need to do in terms of outlook and daylight and, and warmth. But then in their open position, they're sort of gone and out of the way and, and, and no longer the thing, it's just the opening. So, however, you over sliders, stacker sliders here, but we do, yeah, we've got a good handle on on the products, uh, even the ones we haven't used here, yeah. What other little tricks you've done here that you sort of start to roll out through your projects that uh, most people don't realise that the design time and effort's gone into that, um, yeah, to the untrained eye they might miss? Uh, I guess as you, the bigger picture is how the home's laid out, I think Nick alluded to it, that there's almost no circulation space and that was critical here and it did help to have it while it's small it is sort of quite uniform in shape and size so that's the bigger picture of what goes where and that's the most critical thing and then when you get into the detailing that all sort of flows from that taking like you say ceilings into joinery heads just to have sort of um, seamless sort of connections um, you know Nick came up with some some good ideas in, in areas and we've just tried to incorporate the the sort of aesthetic outside and into features inside like the louvers and the stairs and the the oversliding door was just I guess on trend but Nick had come from a sort of a more rural property and that was a little bit of a nod to to that path. Oh, right. so, yeah, yeah. yeah but um, no, that's fairly conventional but there's just little touches here and there. I, I'm big on if you're designing and constructing a pool and you've got all the costs associated with it it should 
you know, you should be able to take it in from your living space. Um, sort of things like that that aren't necessarily rules, but they just sit there when you're designing. And on this site, you had no choice but to look at the pool because it, it's between the, it's literally between the wall of the family room and the boundary. But it was just, a, again, another way to uh, bring, bring the outside in. So with small sites achieving the lifestyle block feel, what are your little tricks on getting that to work? I think here we um, just looked at this living space and the volume and both agreed on a, on, on a high stud. That was a no-brainer no to exaggerate the space that's here. And then you then want to exaggerate that further and, uh, and we've used, kind of used the windows and doors as almost walls to the north and west here. Uh, one of one of the doors disappears as an overslider, so that's sort of gone in, in the the days that you can you can open it. Which are, it's a sheltered area, yeah. so we knew with a the roof there we could get rid of that. Um, other sliding doors and and the full height glass bringing the pool in. It's just about um, yeah, it's about light and space and height and having that feel. And we've done that in the entry as well with with the double height you know front door for privacy, but then the the glass at, over the top. Um, so it's. It's sort of simple things, but it's just making them all work together. It's all simple when you know about them, yeah. but uh, simple when you know a lot of people don't understand the effect they make on a mm. project, so yeah. it definitely helps. Yes. And setting those things up, like if you're going to use your windows and doors as walls and they're right up to the ceiling and floor, it's just making sure that um, they can all be held up and, and it's not you know, a mission full of structural steel, so we try and do it in a smart way. So thanks Nick and Chris for your time today. This is a great example of what can be achieved on a small site.